Section 4, Chapter 9, Aribada of the Turtles, Renewing Leadership Owing to the demands of changing markets, modern-day work pressures are great. Today's managers are caught up in the tyranny of time and they are always busy. This always busy syndrome manifests itself through common symptoms. Many feel the pressure to the point of being preoccupied and overloaded physically, mentally and emotionally. This is accentuated by a self-imposed pressure to appear to be busy and to remain so. Modern gizmos aggravate the pressure felt by managers. The trend will continue into the future. Unless the individual decides to take charge of himself and his life, his sanity and mental peace could suffer. To quote Einstein, not everything that can be counted counts, and not everything that counts can be counted. If a person is to take charge, he has to create enough mental and psychological space for himself. This is essential to allow his intuition to manifest itself and play a role. The value of reflection and contemplation was mentioned in the earlier chapters. This book is not about how to reflect and contemplate. That indeed is not my speciality. There are many techniques, solitude, long walks, breathing exercises, meditation, and there are many trainers on these subjects. For as long as we can reach back into Indian history and philosophy, interest in metaphysical abilities has abounded. Mysticism and meditation were recognized and codified for centuries. Indeed, even in Europe during the 1850s, associations like the Ghost Society at Cambridge and the Phantasmological Society at Oxford began to sprout. For very long, intuition has been believed to occur as a random chance. But during the last 50 years, Western researchers have been able to identify the process of the intuitive state, rather than merely reconfirm the fact that it exists. It has been established that certain processes can be created which are conducive to intuition. And instead of having a low chance of occurring, the chances of intuition occurring can be magnified five to tenfold. Such Western research suggests that examples of processes that promote intuition are dreaming, meditation and hypnosis. This may be the reason why very wealthy Western people turn to Indian gurus for achieving mental peace and equilibrium. We have come full circle. Once again, the West has discovered what India has known for long. In the next few chapters, three contemporary management themes are explored. Whether increased resources are good or counterproductive. How to synthesize diverse opinions and get the best out of teams. And lastly, whether there is a way to transform while minimizing pain. In this chapter, we discuss succession planning and how leaders are developed. Those who know that they have a finite tenure would be amenable to systems of succession planning and leadership development. Those who have no compulsion to retire or have no intention to do so 
may be less mindful about systems of succession planning and nurturing talent. There have been four newspaper reports in 2005 to 2007 regarding succession. On the 3rd of April 2005, the Financial Times in London carried a report about a large well-known European telecom company. Serge Churuk, the 67-year-old executive chairman of Alcatel, needed a successor. The company had stated that it would ask shareholders to extend the age limit for retirement of the chairman from 68 to 70. The report also quoted analysts' view that this would certainly be approved because the company had failed to resolve significant questions about who would succeed Churuk should he retire. One analyst said, "We don't see anyone who can replace him." and surge does not look like he wants to retire in a second case about the same time a succession brawl unfolded in amul and the national dairy development board organizations without any doubt dr varghese kurian is the father of the milk revolution in india catapulting india to the world's number one producer of milk within a span of 3 decades yet he seemed to be involved in a public spat with his successor in one of his own organizational creations and he refused to step down from the chairmanship of another organization a newspaper editorially asked that kurian recognize that he had overstayed and called upon him to step aside gracefully when he failed to do so he was removed at the end of 2004 an asian age headline screamed india inc ducks succession planning the report referred to family managed companies and went on to make the controversial suggestions that securities and exchanges board of india sebi should ask the owners of companies listed on the stock exchange to submit their succession plans on that same date the economist carried a supplement on family businesses it reported that all over the world most family firms are facing up to their biggest problem of avoiding a crisis as the business needs to transit from one generation to another research shows that as few as one third of the businesses make the transition from one generation to the next succession is the ultimate test of a family business because parents do not like to give up the privilege of control all these stories suggest corporate succession is turning out to be a very tricky issue many bosses dawdle on the way to exit because as the time approaches they are significantly less willing to contemplate stepping down although this subject had for long interested me these reports triggered some deeper thinking how do you develop new leaders how can there be a systematic way for seniors to give up control strangely in leadership development and succession planning are subjects of a very large number of seminars and papers perhaps they are the hottest billing top managers pay a great deal of lip service and speak about succession planning as if it was the most natural and the most important thing to be done however most often than not 
there is a gap between the intent and the means to achieve it. Failures occur for three reasons. In the worst case, and it's not uncommon in occurrence, the company may have no structured planning system. At the next level, the company may have a system, but its master plan goes awry because the planned successors quit. At another level, the successor stays, takes the top job, but disappoints by failing to deliver to the satisfaction of the board or shareholders, thus creating a succession void all over again. All of these cases reflect different kinds of failure in grooming successes. In this chapter, I will concern myself with a system for top-level conversations on developing talent and building leaders. And I have relied heavily on my own experiences. Developing management succession requires a sequence of protecting, nurturing and pacing. This is observed in nature amongst all species and organizations can learn from such observation. As Nathaniel Hawthorne wrote, the love of posterity is the consequence of the necessity of death. If a species were sure of living forever, it would not care about its offspring. Many science writers insist that reptiles have no emotions as we understand them. They feel only pain and pleasure. I want to take the example of the turtle. Turtles have been the subject of poetry and mythology and I have read a reference to turtle nests in 4th century Tamil literature. The turtle is thought to bring prosperity in some societies. These animals are on sale in a market at Amman in Jordan. People buy them and let them loose in their garden as harbingers of good luck. Turtles are cold-blooded. Their body temperature stays at around the same as their surroundings, air or water. There are no displays of protecting, nurturing and pacing of the young. The female turtle carries eggs which are fertilized by mating. A single mating can fertilize all the eggs of a female for several years. So turtles may not have a very rich sex life 